Hi, this is Bob, and today I have an interview with Quantum Twilight. This U.S.-based band has released Hypersonic Demolition. This band delivers a sonic assault that is sure to please. I invite you to put this one in and send your musical experience to the stars. And here is my interview with Quantum Twilight. Thank you for having us. How was the recording process for Hyper? hypersonic demolition yeah so um we basically recorded the whole thing in our respective houses so yeah i um did basically all the instruments um i guess i started with uh well basically with the songwriting process i basically just have an idea and could be really anything you know just like a chord progression or maybe a vocal line but yeah normally it just starts off with me laying down like the rhythm guitars to a click track and then once i have that i can then put down the vocal line then what i would do is i'd record some rough vocals that didn't sound very good probably and then i'd send those off to, to jared and he'd go and he'd sing them Excellent. And I wanted to ask if you could talk to me about the song Beyond the Walls. Oh, yeah. Beyond the Walls is actually, um, I think it's the first one that Jared sang for us. So, um, yeah, that song was inspired by uh, the Japanese anime and manga series Attack on Titan. And, yeah, I just wanted to try to capture the sort of battle feel that the that the anime is about so sort of like galloping sort of guitar and drums and mm -hmm. a sort of high flying chorus section wait because if you people who are familiar with it will know that they do a lot of flying through the air so <laughs> that captured it then uh how he also also threw in like a slower section that's kind of more somber sort of like a you know a lull in the battle before going right back into you know the fast uh guitar solo section that's the battle is resuming again and i also wanted to ask about intergalactic onslaught yeah that's actually um another a Japanese anime-inspired song. That one is um, about uh, Mobile Suit Gundam. Yeah, so that one has um, some... Try to add, like, some laser-type effects with the guitars and sort of cool sound effects to try to get it to be like a space battle. It's actually funny. Um, a lot of people have said that uh, we're like a sci-fi-themed band, but that's really the only sci-fi song on the album. <laughs> And yeah, so um, that was a song that it was actually originally in a different key. So all the songs were written before uh, Jared came on board. So they weren't written for a specific singer. So that one was one that once I'd heard Jared sing some stuff, I realized that, oh, we need to rewrite it. So we re-recorded that in a in a key that Jared would be able to sing and yeah he did awesome on it has a lot of really high parts in it 
especially in the verses and the pre-chorus. And I wanted to ask you each, if you could pick your favorite songs, what would they be and why? Ooh, for me, um, it's probably a tie, either between Heroes of Aser or Game Over. And it's probably just because I'm primarily a guitarist. And I think I, the solo section, I think I did the best on those. I'm really proud of how they turned out. I think they're melodic. They, they're also emotional, at least to me. And yeah, so those are probably my two favorites. Those are those are solid choices, man. Uh, <laughs> that is that's a tough question, isn't it? Um, oh gosh, I think it's yeah, I think it's a tie for me as well between uh, probably Champions and Overdrive, only because I think I sound the best on those. <laughs> um. I think Champions Champions is great because it's it's definitely a nice uh, contrast between all the other songs because it's a bit mm-hmm. of, uh, shows a bit of my my lower range. All the other ones kind of sit in the same like high belt mixy range, and that one gets sits in a in a nice place. And then Overdrive, I don't know. There's something about the the chorus and the pre-chorus for that that just really gets me amped up. Uh, and yeah, I think that that for me was like the most successful vocal I think I delivered on the, the whole album. And I also wanted to ask you guys if you could speak on the album artwork and the artist that was involved. Uh, yeah, the um, the album artwork was done by uh, Dan Goldsworthy. I think you had a Inhuman Condition on recently and he did the art yes. for them. Yeah, so yeah, when I was looking for someone to do the art, I was basically just like scrolling through Google images, just like looking at a whole bunch of just searches, power metal albums, just to try to get an idea of what lots of different people had. And yeah, it's just something about his art style caught my eye. I think the first thing I saw from him was, uh, I think he did his wizard throne. And then, yeah, then a couple weeks later I saw one of his, uh, covers for glory hammer and i think that's the one that really wanted me to take a leap and reach out to him because i found out later he basically did all the work for ale storm like glory hammer and you know, those are pretty big bands and we've done nothing <laughs> so <laughs> i it was just a shot in the dark i didn't think he would actually agree to do it but yeah he's uh He's surprisingly accessible, and he's willing to work with smaller bands like us, which is awesome. Uh, sci-fi isn't something that he is that he would say is his forte, but I mean, if you've seen the artwork, that it's like he can do anything, right? Yeah, he nailed it. <laughs> he smashed it. It's so epic. Like I couldn't have yeah. asked for a better cover. And so the main hero ship, it was actually designed by a buddy of mine, Jim Goose, who has a punk rock band in the Pacific Northwest called The Cops. And then just the general design was just a composite we made of Google images. And then, yeah, Dan really put everything together and made it an awesome piece. And it's just the whole concept of the cover. 
Um, as I said before, we're not really a sci-fi band. It's I wanted more it to show our style of music. So I think we're fast, we're we're powerful, explosive, and you know all those different things. I think a space battle really captures it. Mm. I wanted to also ask you, what can fans look for next? Ooh, yeah, it's probably thinking ahead. We just had our our first album come out uh, last Friday, uh, August fifth. So for now, um, we're mainly just looking at still promoting uh, our last release. Oh, just came out a week ago. So um, yeah, I think we do want to start soon. Think about uh, recording some new stuff because we've actually seen uh, quite a few people have really taken to the music. We've gotten a lot of support. People are buying the physical CD. They're downloading it, getting like lots of comments and stuff. So people are liking it. So definitely, yeah, something we'd like to do. Just keep recording new music and improve on what we've done so far. Yeah. And uh, funny thing is Greg and I actually haven't met in real life yet. Um, and we're actually going to hopefully next month in Virginia. Uh, coincidentally, I'm going to be there. Um, that's where he's based out of. But I'm currently based out of the UK, uh, Liverpool, Liverpool right now. Um, but once we meet up, I mean, we can, we can probably uh, figure out what's, what the next step is. Who knows? Um, but yeah, new music would definitely be uh, a goal coming up here in the next few months. And speaking of um, your distance, distance logistically, how did you guys get together? Yeah, so, um, yeah, originally I was trying to find a singer that's more local, and it's actually really, really hard to find a good singer. I mean, probably especially a male singer who can hit the high notes that we have in these songs. So I ended up taken to the internet and I actually found Jared on Fiverr. Yeah. And I, I had just started a profile on Fiverr since the pandemic started to just kind of get some, you know, extra uh, disposable income revenue on the side uh, going since, you know, my career, I'm a, I'm a musical theater performer mainly. So like live theater was obviously shut down for two years oh, or yeah. so there. So Fiverr was kind of my go-to gig while I worked like regular jobs until things got, you know, started up again. And uh, yeah, Greg found me on Fiverr after I've been working on it just like only a few months really. And uh, that was like the big, the biggest thing I've done on Fiverr so far. And and it's, it's honestly just the coolest thing I've ever been a part of. And uh, I thank Greg so much for that, for that opportunity. And I wanted to ask you each, do you guys have any hobbies in your spare time beyond music? Ooh. Ooh. I do, but I don't have much time to do them, it seems like. <laughs> so, yeah, so I work full time as a software developer. And yeah, that takes up a lot of time. I, I like used to be a lot into gaming and especially sim racing. Actually, used to be one of, the top Gran Turismo players in the country. But yeah, it's just like what? working. 
<laughs> that's surprising, but that's crazy, Greg. That's that's sick. <laughs> yeah, but um, yeah, it's just sitting in front of a computer all day for work, and then uh, sitting in front of a computer all the time with the music side. A lot of the hobbies that are you know centered around a computer is just I don't want to sit at a computer anymore. <laughs> right. <laughs> Yeah, so um, I guess lately I've been uh, like uh, watching a lot of TV shows. I've started, uh, got into It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia a few months and a few months ago and went through that whole series. I really enjoyed it. So it's probably my hobby right now. <laughs> um, for me, oh, let's see. I mean, I, I love movies. I, I'm a big film lover since the past couple of years i've been i've seen over like at least 100 movies that come out every year because i like to like rank them all um so i'm an avid film goer i go a little too much and that's probably not a good way to it's, it's i spend too much money on movies but like what can you do um and then i also like to beatbox i'm a vocal percussionist i started that kind of in college because i was in an acapella group at nyu called the uh, n harmonics um and so i try to kind of use my beatboxing in as many things in my like acting career or performing career as possible i just like to sneak that in um and besides that i'm just a big uh uh music lover and anime lover as well but i mean i'd say beatboxing and movies come before that but nothing too interesting i guess can you give us a little beatbox? Oh, God. Okay. Put me on the spot. <laughs> um, this is on my phone, so I don't know what the quality is going to be like. Okay, let's see. It's uh, All right. Uh, hold on. <clears throat> That's a little something, but that was just, you know. That is crazy, Jared. We gotta have that on the next album. That's what yes. I'm saying. I don't know how that would fit in, but there's gotta be a way. You can do it as an outro. An outro. You know what? Not a bad idea. Yeah. <laughs> Not a bad idea. And I also wanted to ask you each, uh, when did your musical journey begin? Ooh. I guess for me, I first started playing music when I was in elementary school and fifth grade I got an alto saxophone and I was in band pretty much from there up through high school so playing in concert band and I didn't actually get a guitar until uh so well I think I was like 19 so I'm pretty late on picking up a guitar compared to you know a lot of other uh guitarists out there but yeah, um, I was just always doing, you know, just playing along to my favorite songs. And yeah, it wasn't until 2019, I think, that I started writing my own music. I, I guess for me at that time, it just felt like the next logical step. Like I just felt, you know, it's only so much you can do and you're just copying other people. So try to be more creative and and write your own stuff and yeah, like the first song I wrote was Champions, which made it onto the oh, album. Wow. So, wow. 
it's amazing. Um, my musical journey. I mean, uh, I was into the arts at a very young age. My parents kind of introduced me to this thing called a uh, playground theater, where these uh, this married couple took in all these kids and they let them pick whoever they wanted to be, and they wrote a show around those characters that they picked, and they wrote original songs that the kids sang along with. So, I mean, that was my like first introduction to like performing and singing. And then from there, I kind of joined the uh, children's choir, the local one. Um, and I started like serious voice lessons, I think around middle school, like seventh, eighth grade. Um, and then, yeah, I mean, I've always enjoyed singing, but I, I didn't take it like seriously or do anything professionally with it until like, 2012 i think was my first technical professional performing gig and jared since you're from liverpool i gotta put you on the spot if you had to if you had to pick your favorite beetle who would it be oh man oh gosh that's tough that's a really that's a really tough one um oh man uh I think overall, I'm going to have to go with Paul McCartney only because uh, his vocals back in the day were pretty incredible. And uh, yeah, I think as a vocalist, when he was, you know, the first few albums there, he was definitely an inspiration when I was a kid. I definitely listened to a lot of the Beatles when I was in uh, elementary school um, and his vocals always stuck out to me. I always get scrutinized because I uh, I say that I always tell everyone as far as the solo works, uh, none of it's ever come close to what they accomplished. Oh, well, absolutely. Yeah, I have to agree with you on that one. <laughs> it's hard to top being the biggest band in the world. <laughs> yes, it is. It is. And, uh, you know, I mean, some solo albums were very good, but just never, never produced anything like that material. No. I'm also wanted to ask you guys if you have any funny tales during that you ran into during your musical profession. Um, I don't know, really funny, but um, when we're going to mix the. When we were going to mix the album, we actually had like a whole bunch of sort of strange issues pop up that, <laughs> that almost delayed it. So probably the first thing was that we ended up having a hard deadline of when we had to have that album finished mixing because our engineer found out like a month earlier that he had a brain tumor and he was out to get surgery. <laughs> Holy shit. And, yeah, uh-huh. he wouldn't know if he'd be able to come back after that and finish it up or... So we had that happen, and then we had a snowstorm in the middle of it. So we were driving. To, so we were both driving to the studio in the snowstorm to get the tracks recorded. Then uh, he got COVID in the middle of that too. <laughs> so, wow! Uh, and we ended up finish uh, the mixing with like uh, two days before the deadline, and uh, we didn't have to make any changes, thankfully. But yeah, you just barely finished it in time. Uh, that's such a miracle that it came together there. Yes. <laughs> uh, for me, well, 
there are definitely some, I guess, funny moments. Looking back, they're funny. At the moment when they were happening, they weren't too funny for me. Uh, but you know, I since I have been performing here and there all over the place, like regional theaters, national tours, uh, cruise ships. Um, every now and then, you know, your voice gets really tired, or you just you're not feeling well. Um, and there are a few moments that come to mind where, you know, you have like a big belted sustained high note in the show and it's not your best day ever. And I'm, there are three instances I can re remember vividly where my voice just was not cutting it that day. And you had to, you have, you have to act and pretend like you're singing the most beautiful note ever in the world and you have, you can't sure. let your face break, but my god there were some <laughs> like to the point one example was i had a i had a duet with a partner in a show called all shook up which is a elvis presley jukebox musical jukebox musical um and my 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 high note sounded so bad that my duet partner laughed in my face <laughs> and couldn't finish the end of the song and i had to play it off like it was just another day and I was just doing my job and I was, you know, feeling good about it. But yeah, she laughed at my face and that's a memory that will, uh, I will never forget. It always keeps me humble. <laughs> I'm sure you, uh, you know, I couldn't imagine doing theater because the acoustics in every place is so different. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It's a nightmare sometimes. I tell you. I also wanted to ask each of you if you could pick your proudest moment as an artist, what would it be? Oh yeah, my uh, career is definitely not as long as Jared, so I don't have too many moments to pick from. But yeah, getting this album out and having people actually listening to it and and buying it—that's probably proudest moment for me because this was sort of accidentally happened i'd say is i just wanted to make music for myself that i could enjoy listening to and i just felt like as it went further and further it just kept getting better and better and made more sense to try to do the best thing that we possibly could and release it and yeah to have people to hear it and to buy it and i mean especially there are people in europe who are buying it or buying the CD and the shipping prices are outrageous. I had someone saying it's going to cost them almost $40 to get the CD. So uh -huh. someone's willing to pay $40 for some music that we made. It's, yeah, it's really humbling. It's, yeah, it's, it's so awesome. So that's what I'm most proud of. Uh, I mean, yeah, for me too, this album has been incredible. Um, I never thought I would do something like this in my life. Um, uh, I've always loved like hard rock, metal, metalcore, um, especially my teenage years. Um, it obviously inspired me a lot as like a vocalist. Um, but I never knew, you know, going back to Guitar Hero and Dragon Force through the fire and the flames, the, that was always a life change. <laughs> the life changing moment is when, Play, you know, playing that in Guitar Hero 3, I think it was. And uh, and being able to create a whole album like that is, uh, I don't know. It's just unreal. But um, besides that, I guess when I played uh, Tony in a uh, North American tour of West Side Story, which is like my favorite musical, uh, 
of all time and it's the male lead um and that was probably my proudest musical theater professional moment well i have to say you both are correct you should be very proud of this album it's an excellent album from cover to cover thank you thank you i also wanted to ask you um what's the best way to get merchandising or the physical copy of the cd yeah, so um, we don't at the moment have any merch other than a CD digipack. But yeah, we have that on our Bandcamp, which is quantumtwilight.bandcamp.com. You can go there, you can listen to the full album. Yeah, if you like it, you can download it or you can buy the CD and that will ship it out to you directly. All the CDs are with me in my apartment. So I'm <laughs> sending them out directly. If you want it signed, let me know. I'll sign it for you too. <laughs> And I also wanted to ask you each, if you could give a message to your fans, what would that message be? Yeah, for me, it's just touching on before. Thanks to everyone who supported us, uh, everyone who's listened, everyone who's left us a nice comment or even left us a mean comment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just, yeah, anyone who's listened to our music, we're thankful for that. And yeah, we're glad to have people listening and supporting uh, this journey that we're on yeah it uh it means the absolute world for people to take the time out of their days to go and listen to this music and i know uh a lot of that is due to greg you know writing pl playing all the instruments writing everything um i just came along i was like the last piece of the puzzle but he he was like the foundation and he he just absolutely smashed everything. Um, but just to be a part of that um, and to see all the, the feedback online has been incredible. And uh, I'm just so, so thankful for all of it. Well, I wanted to thank you guys for taking time to speak with me. It's been an absolute pleasure speaking with you. Yeah, thanks for having us, Bob. We really appreciate it. Yes, thank you so much. And please feel free to update me at any time when you have any new news that comes about. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, will do. All right. You guys have a great rest of your day. Thank you. You too. Thank you. You too. All right. Cheers. Bye. I'd like to thank you for listening to today's podcast. You can sponsor the podcast. Just click that button and you can be a member of the family. And remember, come see me for a fix.